Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey kids, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I am your host, Schmitzy Darla Jethro Powell, and I am the Grand High Poobah of Wingnut Social, a digital marketing agency for home pros, interior designers, architects, and home furnish- furnishings, furnishings manufacturers. As you can hear, I have a little bit of a frog in my throat. I feel a 99.9%, but I had a cold the last couple of weeks and I am still kind of schmutzy. So please bear with me <laughs> as I recover in this trying time. Um, guys, today we're talking about kind of a dry subject. We're talking about your website and your privacy policy. And you know, those things that popped up, pop up that say cookies, accept cookies, accept kind of cookies, terms and conditions. And it seems kind of dry, but I'm telling you right now, this episode can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm not trying to scaremonger or fearmonger, I guess I should say, but, um, the actual truth is that there is a lot of legal mumbo jumbo that you need to put on your website that the government is on patrol. They're setting up agents to take a look and make sure everybody's complying with. And how do we know? Well, you're going to find out. You're going to find out because today's guest, Hans Skillrude, terrific name, of Termageddon, another terrific name, is going to tell us what we need to do as interior designers and make sure that we have on our website. And he said a couple of things that were some aha moments. And you're going to you're going to listen and find out and have some of your own aha moments as you're driving along, jogging or just sitting and listening to this podcast. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel designed by wingnut social so you can see us have this conversation the cool graphics my producer nicole lyons puts up there and hans skillrude's terrific background we were in in sync today with our our dynamic backgrounds all right guys before i get into my conversation with the amazing Hans Skillrude. Of course, I have to tell you a little bit about him. Hans is the co-founder and vice president of Termageddon, an auto-updating website policy solution, which he's been running with his wife full-time for over four years. Prior to Termageddon, Hans ran a 12-person web design and software development company in downtown Chicago. Outside of work, Hans enjoys gardening and beekeeping. (laughs) That is pretty fascinating. He is a man of apiaries. All right, guys, help me in welcoming Hans Skillrude to the show. Hey there, Hans Skillrude. Welcome to the show. How the hell are you? I'm doing well, Darla. Nice to connect with you. It is so nice to finally connect with you. You and I have been going back and forth with emails because you have an amazing, an amazing product that we're going to talk about today. And it's Termageddon. And first of all, the branding and the marketing and that name is perfection. Who thought of that? Was that you? <laughs> it was my wife and I. Yeah, we uh, we we decided, well, privacy policies are the most boring topic in the world. <laughs> so we might as well have a fun name and at least enjoy ourselves that way. So <laughs> I love it. That is such a terrific name. 
And how we got into our conversations was we were connected by a mutual friend, I believe. And you do something which is, like you said, it might not be the sexiest of things, but it is sexy when you consider how it's going to save your ass down the road. So tell us a little bit about what you do and we'll dig into the details of it and why it's so important for interior designers to incorporate something like this into their website. Yeah, awesome. Um, And thank you for the opportunity. So. Uh, Termagun is a website policies generator. So people come to us, website owners come to us to generate policies that help them comply with laws and limit their liability. So mm-hmm. we, our tool is 120 bucks a year. It includes privacy policies, terms and conditions, cookie policies, disclaimers, things that help you comply with laws by making the disclosures you're required by law to make and also help limit your liability by explaining the rules to using your website. Okay, so let's first talk about the the difference between privacy policy and terms and conditions. And I'll I'll preface this by saying a lot of interior designers come to me at Wingnut and they they bring their websites to us and their social media marketing to us. And they've done their websites by themselves. They might be Mm -hmm. newer designers. They have a Wix site or they have uh, maybe a WordPress plugin or something that they've done by themselves. Probably not WordPress. That's kind of complicated, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the privacies and policies down at the bottom, no one really pays attention to that or really knows what's going on with that. Why is that important, first of all, and why do we even need those? A privacy policy helps you comply with privacy laws. And a lot of website owners don't realize the fact that when you have a contact form on your website and you're collecting mm. things like names and emails, yeah, names and emails, yeah, yeah any, and it, there's nothing wrong with it, but names and emails are regulated pieces of data. Governments around the world are regulating. When you collect our people's data, you need to comply with our laws. And Mm. so if you're collecting things like names and emails through contact forms or maybe behind the scenes, you're using Facebook advertising and you're using tracking pixels or you have Google Analytics installed or, or collecting data behind the scenes for analytics or security. You also may be collecting personal information like IP address and device information and stuff like that. I always say there's absolutely nothing wrong with collecting this data. But in this day and age, with these regulations, you're required by law to make disclosures regarding what you collect and what you do with it. So privacy policy exists to provide the disclosures you're required by law to make. Failure to, to comply with these laws are the, the, the penalties are extremely strict. Um, and, and I'm talking about minimum. $2,500 per website visitor whose rights you've infringed upon. Oh so you get my like a, God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's gnarly. Like a hundred visitors from in a month. And if you get fined, if you get found to be non-compliant, the fine would be a hundred times 2,500, $2,500 per website visitor. So the fines are, the, the governments are taking privacy very seriously. And I think a lot of website owners are like, well, I'm only just collecting names and well, they have to type it in. So it's okay. Well, you're right. They are the ones typing in their name, but you are right. not only collecting that data. Typically, companies are sharing that data, too, because most website owners, when they get an inquiry from a contact form, that sends an email to their inbox where they get the person's contact details. So you're not only collecting names and data, you're sharing that data with your email service provider. Oh. So a privacy policy helps disclose those facts about your business um, and, a, and a good generator. Uh, I'm a little biased, but I think Termagant's the best. <laughs> uh, but a good generator will not only help you comply with today's privacy laws, but then notify you when new laws go into effect and even push updates automatically to your privacy policy pages so that you have a strategy to keeping your policies up to date over time as these laws change. And they're changing quite a bit. Holy cow. OK, so before we get into the difference between that and the terms and, con- and conditions, who's who's going scouring the Internet and policing these privacy policy um 
what's the word I'm looking for that you that you have it that yeah. English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the people policing are the data protection authorities and every single government has their own like group, like everyone has their own group. Right now, California is defe- developing an entire department uh, to issuing fines for privacy noncompliance, uh, for example. Uh, but like in the EU under GDPR, they have data protection authorities and basically right, right. any consumer visiting your website can file a complaint. Um, and then the data protection authorities assess it and then issue a fine. Um, I think a lot of people hear about GDPR and they're like, oh, well, only big companies get fined for that. Well, the news covers when companies get fined <laughs> billions of dollars. But what they don't cover is one person website owners getting fined 60,000 euros for changing the email address of one of their subscribers without their consent. Um, that is happening all the time. And so, um, yeah, really, when it comes to a privacy policy, it's just about making the disclosures you're required to make. Nothing more, nothing less, and then having a strategy to keep it up to date over time. Well, I think what most people think of GDPR, they're like, oh, that's over in Europe. That's not even really, you know, a thing here. So thanks for thanks for clarifying that. So what is the difference difference between having that privacy policy, which is hell of important uh, here, clearly, and terms and conditions? They're not the same thing. Yeah, no, they are definitely not. Um, so termageddon comes from terms and conditions uh, because we couldn't find a clever implementation <laughs> of the word privacy. Um, we tried Terminator, but Terminator.com was already taken. So Prima Donna. Uh, ooh, okay. All right. I, this is recorded. It was your idea. I'll have to pay your royalties on that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and just one quick clarification before I go into defining a terms of service. Oh, another, my, my inner wife is coming out here. My wife is the privacy attorney. She's the brain. You know, please note everything I share today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal advice. Um, and, and, and real quick, before we jump into terms, I'll note um, with GDPR, that kind of really brought the attention of the fact that governments are starting to regulate this stuff. Um, in the EU, we have one privacy law that protects all EU residents. In America, of course, we had to make things more difficult. We don't have a federal law. We have individual states proposing their own unique laws with their own unique disclosures. And what's important to understand is as a website owner, it doesn't matter where you're located. What matters is who's data are you collecting because it's Uh their privacy rights so you may be located in chicago but if you're collecting data from people in the eu who have a home in chicago for example you may need to comply with gdpr even though you're located elsewhere so it's it's a very big issue uh, for website owners like and i always say i love the fact that people are getting a right to their privacy what i think is a joke is that we as small business owners have to have a strategy to keep up to date with ever-changing international privacy laws just because we want an online presence so but but when it's all come, comes down to it, a privacy policy helps you comply with privacy laws by making specific disclosures you're required to make. A terms of service, however, otherwise known as terms and condition, terms, those are all interchangeable words. Those ex- a terms will help explain the rules to using your website. It's really intended to help you limit your liability as a website owner. And I love a terms of service for so many reasons um, because it's just a laundry list of saying, hey, you're not allowed to do this or, hey, here's the rules to using my website. So a very good example of a terms is like, hey, we offer links to third party websites. We're not responsible when you click on one of those links. So if you click on that link and that site gets hacked and you get hacked, you can't come back and sue us. Mm. A terms of service is just a bunch of disclosures like that, which are intended just to help you limit your liability. And then I'll add a little footnote which is that if you have an e-commerce website, which I'm assuming is probably not the case for most of the audience, but I wanted to at least note it, if if there's an e-commerce component to your website, consumer protection laws can start applying to you too. So then that does require very specific disclosures. So yeah, that's what a terms can do. 
Are you an interior designer looking to expand your reach and attract more clients? Well, we've got just the solution for you. Wingnut Social is the leading social media marketing agency designed exclusively for interior designers. Picture this, your stunning designs showcased to a vast online audience, generating buzz and capturing the attention of potential clients. With Wingnut Social, you can transform your social media presence into a powerful marketing tool. Wingnut Social understands the unique challenges faced by interior designers when it comes to social media marketing. That's why they've created a comprehensive strategy tailored specifically to your needs. With Wingnut Social, you'll have access to expertly crafted content strategies, custom tailored for the interior design industry. Say goodbye to those days of staring blankly at your screen, wondering what to post next. Wingnut Social takes care of that for you, ensuring your posts are engaging, relevant, and captivating. But it doesn't stop there. Wingnut Social also provides in-depth analytics, allowing you to track the performance of your social media campaigns. Discover which posts are resonating with your audience, identify new trends, and make data-driven decisions to maximize your marketing efforts. And the best part? Wingnut Social offers personalized coaching and support. Our team of social media experts will guide you every step of the way, sharing insider tips and tricks to elevate your brand and increase your online visibility. So why wait? Take your interior design business to new heights with Wingnut Social. Visit wingnutsocial.com today to learn more. Wingnut Social, where stunning designs meet social media success. Well, let's let's get into the consumer protection just a, a little bit here because a lot of our audience does have shoppable oh, websites. Yeah, for sure. Good. Interior design home products and goods, or they have a, a brick and mortar and also an e-commerce business. So is that something that Termageddon links in as well? Is that another button to click or is it also, is that kind of lumped in with the terms and conditions or oh, how does yeah. that work? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So we, just like how we cover privacy laws, we cover consumer protection laws for our terms. Um, so as you go through the questionnaire, we'll ask you questions about refunds cancellation shipping subscriptions too if that's okay. if that's a factor um it, with what's going on also a dmca notice is something that can be included within a terms dmca stands for digital millennium copyright act mm-hmm. and it more or less says hey if you see any content or imagery on our website that's copywritten and we're not properly displaying it rather than suing us just let us know and we'll remove it from the website and it goes Mm -hmm. vice versa so if it's like hey if you see someone infringing on our intellectual property here's how to contact us to let us know um, which can help business owners in terms of like people trying to scam off their what they have to offer for sale for example does that include like if you have a um, online course for example and someone's taking that intellectual property uh, yes. Yeah, that's okay. an absolutely excellent example. Yeah. Terms of service is actually probably like three different areas where terms imp- is impacted by um, an online course type program. Yes. All right. That's super interesting. Okay. So let's go back to Susan McNuggets. She's starting her business and she's an interior designer and she is pulling up a, a Wix website and she's doing it herself. She just has a, a simple landing page, maybe a services page. To what end are, is Termageddon filling in gaps that Wix or, or any other like Squarespace or uh, WordPress? I, I'm imagining they have some kind of basic something there, right? That's going to fill in like a, a one size fits all, right? So are, are you saying that that privacy policy or those terms and conditions, if they have them on there at all, are just are even if it's blanketed are, are not good enough, right? Correct. 
Yes, okay. but, but before I jump into it, um, I will note Susan McNuggets has the best name ever. And I'm <laughs> with someone with the last name of McNuggets, they have to sign up with a company called Termageddon. I mean, McNuggets and Termageddon are match made in heaven. Um, Susan McNuggets is the official interior designer for WingNet Social. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec is our uh, demo account with all our videos. Um, so I love the fact that, you know, these web building platforms are providing out of box policies. Um, I think it's great that they're raising awareness of the importance and legal requirements of these. But with that mm. all said, we have yet to ever see a single template compliant with all applicable laws ever. Um, and we have a handful of blog posts. You can go through our blog and, and read, uh, uh, you know, where we think things went wrong. And we literally itemize it, like doesn't include last updated date. So it's not compliant with all these laws, mm. you know, doesn't disclose who you share data with. It's not compliant with all these laws. So um, it's awesome that they're raising awareness of it. But if you if you look at it more in depthly, like it, it all comes back down to what laws apply to you, because each law lays out the exact disclosures you need to make. Um, and because of how complicated it is, you know, you do, in my opinion, well, obviously an attorney is your best route. Like you can hire your yeah. attorney, have them not only draft, but monitor laws on your behalf. But not a lot of people have those types of funds laying around. And that's where I think generators come in as a good plan B. OK, I love it. And for one hundred twenty dollars a year, I mean, my gosh, <laughs> it seems like a pretty good insurance policy. Right. Uh, OK, so Hans, let's, we talked a little bit about in the green room and in the application here about cookie pop ups. Mm -hmm. How do they apply to what we're talking about here? Because I have. Absolutely no clue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I didn't either. I so I built websites for a living. I ran a 12-person web design agency in downtown Chicago. I always say I feel like I had to marry a privacy attorney to figure this stuff out. Um, and, and that's the sacrifice I made to the industry. So I'm here to shed as much light as I can. So Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so cookie pop-ups um, are or cookie consent mechanisms. They are a method to getting consent from users prior to you letting third-party scripts load up on their on their browsers and put non-essential cookies on their browsers. So that's a lot of jumbled words to say, like, when you're using tools that will not only collect personal data about an individual, mm -hmm. but then share that data with third parties, it's important to get consent first because, I see. You, because privacy laws protect it. So GDPR is where cookie consents really came out, um, and they... That was really what brought people's attention because Europeans are opted out by default. They have to actually click accept and consent prior to letting your the scripts run, like Google oh. Analytics script, uh, Google Tag Manager, oh, okay. even a YouTube video embed uses tracking technology. So you have to get consent for that prior to letting YouTube videos load. Um, so GDPR is really what cause cookie consents to become a big thing. And then there's also other privacy laws that require consent mechanisms. And I'm putting an asterisk there. California, that's the number one second, or that's the second thing everyone <laughs> always brings up. What about California's law? Well, CPRA, although there's a banner that you can use to uh, help uh, comply with that law, that is only if you sell the information you collect. So you only need a banner to opt out of the sale of information because in, in Europe, they're opted out by default. In America, it's like, well, you're opted in by default, but you have you can click a button to opt out of your information being sold to third party companies. So um, when it comes to cookie policies and cookie consents, it goes back down to what I originally shared, which is you have to find the laws that apply to you. Only then can you determine if you need a cookie consent, because not all privacy laws require one. And even if they do require one, you may not be selling data. So you may not even be required to have to 
uh, and adhere to that one particular component of that right. privacy law. So, you know, a good generator will walk you through the questions to help you figure out the laws that apply to you. And then we'll adapt and ask you the questions necessary to make those respective disclosures. And we'll also help determine for you if you do need a cookie policy or consent tool. I see. So selling data isn't uh, covered under that umbrella we were talking about earlier, where if they fill out a form and then it's shared with the email server, that does that doesn't mean you need the cookie consent. Correct. That is sharing. That's a good example of sharing data, sharing and selling. I think a lot of consumers uh, uh, misunderstand those two and think they're the same. They're very different. Sharing, extremely popular. We share data with MailChimp or Constant Mm -hmm. Contact to send emails, email marketing. So there's nothing uncommon with that. But it's when you and I don't even we probably have like two customers (laughs) out of our 50,000 customers that do this. But like but there are people that collect data and then sell it to brokers and they have to have a whole additional set of disclosures. In fact, I should charge like a higher price point for those customers. Cause if you're selling data, <laughs> like I'm going to make you pay for it. So anyways, that's, that's something internal I'll think about, but, um, but yeah, you have a whole separate set of disclosures you have to make on top. But would the interior designers that have an online store, would they be more than likely to need that then? Online stores tend to implement things like uh recaptcha for security, uh, maybe integrate like PayPal links, uh, PayPal button, checkout buttons. Mm-hmm. And those are examples where third party scripts are being utilized. Um, so I, I would imagine that um, e-commerce websites do tend to need them because te- e-commerce websites tend to be open up for anyone from anywhere to be able to buy. Mm-hmm. Therefore, laws like GDPR could apply where if you're offering goods or services to residents of the EU, that law applies. Or if you're just tracking them the moment they visit your website. You're, you have to comply with that law, regardless of where you're located. Canada's privacy law, PIPEDA, applies to you the moment you collect a single piece of personal information from a Canadian. Meaning, if one Canadian visits your website and you're collecting their IP <laughs> and you've identified that person, congrats, that extensive privacy law applies to you. So everyone talks about GDPR. Congratulations. I, yeah. 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 Congrats. Here's 30 more disclosures you need to make. Um, I hope that customer was worth it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like I'm the hipster of privacy laws because I actually GDPR is tough, but I think PIPEDA is tougher. Uh, I, it's a tough law, Canada's privacy law. So, and we're friends with the person who wrote that law. But anyways, anyways <laughs> I'll digress. Yeah, you digress. Yeah, right. We, we serve Canada and you and the U.S. So yeah, we get mm-hmm. a lot of Canadian visitors, but our privacy law is updated regularly. However, comma, I I'm going to look into Termageddon to make sure it is as thorough as what we're discussing here. So, what do you say to Susan McNuggets? She's listening to this and she's like, oh. That's all terrific information, but I know that Bob Billigon, interior designer over here in Chicago, has a terrific booming interior design business and his website, all of his ducks are in a row and his privacy policy is the shiznit. I'm just going to copy his and apply it to my business because he does exactly what I do. Um, Smart move or no? Uh, so obviously I'm going to say no, but I will <laughs> preface it by saying I used to copy and paste privacy policies all the time. Like I then started dating mm-hmm. a privacy attorney. She's like, you realize how bad of an idea that is. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I probably do. Like, so, um, you know, I, I think people got by with copying and pasting privacy policies probably like five, six years ago. Like that, that was kind of the norm. That's just what everyone did. Times are changing. Privacy is becoming bigger and bigger deals. Since we booked our call, Darla, Six privacy laws have passed requiring new disclosures starting January 1st next year at the time of this recording. Even if you were able to somehow copy and paste a privacy policy that complies with today's exact disclosures and you're exactly providing what you're specifically supposed to provide, 
which I think is impossible. And I can get into that if you want me to. But even if you were able to achieve that, it still doesn't answer the question of how do you keep that policy up to date over time when the laws change. And Mm. a good example of why that's important is, well, respecting people's privacy probably is number one. But speaking as a business owner myself and wanting to avoid lawsuits, um, New York, for example, New York is one of several states right now um, where if if one of their two bills passes, either one of them, it will allow New Yorkers to sue any website owner located anywhere for collecting as little as an email address without proper New York privacy law disclosures. <laughs> so and, and accessibility lawsuits are where we saw that originated out of New York. So we're already seeing like I, I always think about accessibility and privacy and how they're all about the regulation of our industry. And accessibility is just a few years ahead. I think private is going to absolutely happen with privacy as well. OK, Susan McNuggets has heard what she had to say, and she's she thinks she's really smart. Sometimes she is, but sometimes she isn't. I'm just so she's saying she's just going to go over to chat GPT and say, create me a privacy policy for the interior design business that engages in these things. All right. Has she outsmarted us? Uh, McNuggets, I mean, honestly, I wish the best for McNuggets. I really do. I I hope McNuggets does well. Um, But I would not, I don't think that would be a good strategy for two reasons. Um, Number one, it's always the fact that where's the strategy to update your policies when new laws go into it? So are you going to go to Chad GPT and ask it every day? Like, hey, did a new law pass and what do I need to disclose? Um, But also, um, we actually uh, wrote a blog article on this. If you search our blog for Chad GPT, you'll see a study we did. And when I say study, we did, I mean, study my wife did because uh, she's the smart one. Um, so she um, she ran a test, said, write me a privacy policy, wrote it up. Uh, Chad GPT whipped it out. I think it warned it saying, hey, I shouldn't be doing this, but here it is. Um, and she itemized how it's not compliant with any privacy law. And then oh. she wrote, write me a GDPR privacy policy. Um, and it was closer, but still lacked several disclosures one was required to make. And then she wrote, write me a GDPR policy with all of these disclosures. And she line itemed every single disclosure required under GDPR. And Donato's like, I'll admit, they actually nailed it. They, they did really good. But as a user, we had to know the law that applied to us and know all the disclosures were specifically required to make. And then it produced the right, like a good uh, uh, policy Yeah, that paired with the fact that GDPR is just one privacy law. The UK <laughs> data protection act right next door at the UK is technically a whole separate privacy law. So you, you still, it comes back down to, you have to find the laws that apply to you. And, and just to put this in perspective, Termagen has over 400 questions. We ask a customer depending on what laws apply to them. So based on how they answer certain questions, we filter out other questions, bring in new ones. Um, so there's just so much variation where, Really where chat GPT would need to get to is like you ask it for a privacy policy and then it would have to it had to be a generator. It had to respond saying, "Okay, well, first, I have some questions for you. And then they would have to read off the exact questions we provide in our questionnaire. I don't see how else it could be done. Yeah, it's only as good as as you are smart and the Internet is smart on this thing. And and, um, to put that in perspective, it's a lot less expensive uh, at $120 a year than to go to law school. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's get into, let's get into the implementation of this because uh, we're interior designers, right? I am too. I'm an interior decorator, interior designer, and we're creative. We don't want to get into website stuff. We, you know, maybe we have a website designer or whatever, but it sounds kind of heady to install this to, is it, is is it overwhelming? Termagun's comprehensive. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I've mentioned Donata about Mm -hmm. five times already, but 
which, you know, she's yeah. the chair. She's the chair of the American Bar Association's e-privacy committee. 600 privacy attorneys report to her there. And then she provides guidance to legislators on how to write privacy laws. Oh, so cool. our tool is comprehensive. Um, but we're customer service based. So we make sure our questions are as understandable as they can. Sometimes we're at the mercy of governments and how they write things. Uh, hashtag California. Um, but um, we do provide help articles and, and then, and we have like uh, video walkthroughs that we provide. And then also we're just available. If you want to just book us for a call, we'll just walk you through the questionnaire. So, you know, we really enjoy seeing people's eyes kind of you, we can see it in people's eyes. Like the moment I shared the fact that when you have a contact form, you're not only collecting data, you're sharing it with your email service writer. That's like a moment people realize, oh, wow, I'm sharing yeah. data there. I'm sharing data all over. And it's like, as time goes on, privacy is just going to become more important. We can either embrace it and have a strategy now to respect people's privacy rights and keep ourselves compliant, or we can wait until someone's knocking on the door with a fine or a lawsuit. And, <laughs> and I think it's, this is one of those situations I think it's better just to get on top of it and respect people's privacy rights rather than trying to, you know, use chat GPT or copy of someone else's legal documentation. Like it's probably best just to yeah. suck it up. Hey, we're in regulation world. Let's get it done. You know, but actually installing it on the website, is that something that the website developer has to do? Or is there like a plug and play for the different platforms is how, how complicated is that? Yeah, good one. Um, so so upon generating your policies with term again, mm -hmm. you get an embed code. Oh, and okay. all you do is click the purple copy button and mm -hmm. you paste it into the body of your privacy policy page. And that's oh. it. Now you now we can control what your privacy policy says. So whenever mm -hmm. someone hits your privacy policy, boom, your policies load, but we mm -hmm. control it so that when Oregon's new law goes into effect, we notify you saying, Hey, it went into effect. We push push the disclosures. So that's that embed code is what allows us to push the disclosures. And we work with all platforms. Um, I work with Wix and Squarespace every day um, and we have support wow. articles, but it really just comes down to just copying and pasting a piece of code. You can't beat that with a stick. I mean, that sounds like super. Even I could do that. <laughs> even the head wing nut can do that. Let me tell you, even McNuggets, even <laughs> McNuggets Susan, could do it. I don't know about Susan. <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> but I could do it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Hans, is there anything that I've forgotten to ask you about this topic before we get into the fire round? I, I mentioned it to Darla. I was like, hey, like, how can I thank you for giving me an opportunity here? And, and Darla's like, do you want to put out a promo code? So if you use the promo code wingnut at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your first payment. Um, and um, I'm going to send Darla a little thank you for that as well, for, for thanking me to talk about the most boring topic ever. Um, <laughs> so and then in, in if we see a wingnut um, promo code come in, like, just know I'm, I'd be happy to book a call with you myself and I'll walk you through the setup. No problem. Oh, that's awesome. And, and just for clar clarification, we go to termageddon.com for that, right? Yep. And then you click okay. register and follow the process. And we send you like automated emails, like click this video and watch Hans, you know, be crazy and set up this <laughs> policies for you. So well, thank you for that. You didn't have to yeah, do that. Course, we, we appreciate that. For, all right. Of course. Now, Hans Skillrude, I have to ask you, are you ready for the what up wingnut round? All right. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? I, I wrote this out to you already. I think it was uh, privacy, please. So hashtag privacy, please. I mean, I'm dead. You know, I want some privacy now. So. You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your one favorite food forever. What is it? Burritos. Oh, I like that. That, inc that incorporates a lot of different proteins and vegetables. And, mm, exactly. And, and if, if, if like the, the higher beings decide, okay, well, I'm going to give you this type of one burrito, I can just go fishing and make fish burritos. Like, so, you know, mm, or fish tacos. I love it. This is terrific. And last but not least, please recommend a book that's impacted you either personally or professionally. 
the Black Swan. Uh, Black oh. Swan by Nassim Taleb. Uh, he was very impactful to me because uh, that book uh, really taught me about how much we take for assumptions in life. Um, mm. And he spoke to financial markets, but it took it had a profound effect on me on just um, try to take nothing for granted. I love it. Hans Gilrud, please tell the audience again where they can go to find out more about Termageddon and give them that code again, and we will call it a day. Awesome. So you can visit termageddon.com. So that's term age double D for Don, <laughs> um, termagedon.com. And um, <laughs> uh, you can click the purple register button. It'll ask you to create an account. You'll go through the purchasing process. Make sure to use promo code wingnut at checkout. And yeah, if you have any issues at all, click that support button. Be like, Hans, I saw your crazy on uh, the podcast and I need you to walk me uh, through the setup. Well, they get to see your cool background, too. If they, true, if, true. Oh, Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah for, for you guys who aren't subscribed to Designed by Wingnut Social on YouTube, go check that out. He has the coolest background, I think, so far <laughs> of any of the guests. Hans Gilrud, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a treat. Thank you, Darla. All right, kids, I'll make this quick because I think I'm losing my voice now. Hans Gilrud, that what a terrific invention Termageddon is and what a necessity, right? And $120 a year, my goodness. Um, I'm not going to tell you're undercharging because I want Wingnuts to sign up and get this terrific service, but you're undercharging. <laughs> get in there before he hears this message, right? What a terrific necessity and uh, what can really save your in the long run. So get over there. That's termageddon.com. Don't forget to use code WINGNUT to save 10% off an already incredibly inexpensive uh, plug-in for your website there. What a terrific deal. And while I'm sending you places, don't forget wingnutsocial.com. We are the go-to social media marketing agency for home pros, and that includes interior designers to the trade manufacturers, architects. And if you are a furniture ma manufacturer, we have cabinet door makers. We have kitchen cabinet makers. We have rug vendors. We have case goods manufacturers here at Wingnut Social. We do all their social media marketing for them. And primarily it's Instagram, but we are happy to run any of your social media channels. And after a deep dive strategy session, we will determine where you will get your best bang for the buck. And so check out Wingnut social.com and hit that work with wingnut button. And don't forget our Instagram for interior designers course. If you're not quite at that level to hire out a firm to market for you, we have the DIY Instagram for interior designers course on demand course. And we really just got some terrific feedback from Ashley Marks of Marks Living Co. And she told us after taking your Instagram for interior designers course, I've had an amazing launch and have successfully landed some pretty huge projects. I truly thank you in the course and feel as though utilizing these tools have led to such great success in such a little amount of time. So thank you again. When she sent us that DM, my heart just soared because this is my why, folks. This is why I do this, to help you guys have a successful interior design business and get your business out in front of people on social media and the digital channels. And this course is primarily getting you out in front of Instagram that's wingnutsocial.com. Hit up Wingnut Academy and uh, check that course out. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget Designed by Wingnut Social on YouTube. And remember, until next time, to get out there, get uncomfortable, do a podcast with frogs in your throat, <laughs> and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 
5206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. which he's been running with his full-time wife, wait, his wife (laughs) versus his part-time wife. Sorry about that, Hans. Outside of work, Hans enjoys gardening and bookkeeping. You, oh, (laughs) beaky. And bookkeeping. I'm like, who the enjoys bookkeeping? (laughs) I mean, I guess CPAs do, right? What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a bookkeeper. It happens. And you know what? God bless you. That is, seems like a no-brainer. Uh, no-brainer. And we really just got some terrific fing, feed, fing back. Good boy, Mango.